Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? <laughs> If you love a Reddit story, don't forget to click that subscribe button, maybe the notification bell as well. And if you do enjoy today's content, please would you consider hitting the like button as well. It all really helps out the channel. And let's dive straight in to today's stories. Now our first story comes from paperback writer 00 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Letting My Parents Into My Son's Life After They Secretly Tested His DNA? I met my wife Sonia at a restaurant where she worked as a waitress. It took me a while to finally be her boyfriend. I introduced her to my parents and they voiced out their disapproval after meeting her. My parents think that Sonia is only using me to achieve her American dream. I told them that is racist and I am very offended by their assumption. After my wife accepted my marriage proposal, we asked for both of our family's blessing. Her parents were happy for us, but my parents were gutted and refused to give their blessing. Because of this, we decided to elope and only invited my brother and Sonia's best friends to be our witnesses. Long story short, now that we're two years married and after we welcomed our first child, my parents started to reach out to us. My kind-hearted wife didn't think twice to welcome my parents into our lives. She let them meet our baby two days after being discharged from the hospital. My parents visit us regularly. And one day while dad and mum are playing with Gareth, mum said something along the lines of, aren't you the cutest baby ever? I'm so glad to confirm you are indeed my grandson. She didn't know I was around because she looked startled when I said, what's that supposed to mean? Mum tried to change the subject, but I insisted she tell me what she's talking about. Mum sat me down and apologized first before telling me that they had Gareth's DNA tested to make sure that he's mine. I was speechless. I was speechless for a moment and before I blew up from anger, I told dad to give me my son and they better leave before I lose whatever respect I had left for them. My mum was very apologetic and said it's because they don't trust my wife and that our son looks nothing like me. I didn't argue anymore and told them to get out of my house. My wife was in the kitchen preparing for lunch and told her my parents had an emergency. That's why they left without saying a word. I didn't tell my wife about the whole DNA test thing until after two weeks when she asked why mum and dad didn't visit anymore. I told her everything as I know I cannot keep a secret from her. She started crying and it broke my heart. I know how much she tried to win my parents' approval and what I told her was like a slap across her face. That night she told me that she can no longer let my parents into our child's life and I agreed with her. When mum called to ask when they can visit again, I told them they are no longer welcome in our son's life. Mum called my dad and I told him the same thing. He was livid. He called me ungrateful and cruel. He also said a few choice words about my wife, which angered me more. I didn't even hear the rest because I just hung up. Did I overreact? Am I the arsehole? 
And we're going to start straight away on this one with DW Wishmaster, who says, Not the arsehole. And to all of you who are saying you should not deprive your child of a relationship with his grandparents, they are openly racist towards his wife slash the mother of his child. They will make remarks about that. They will make him feel bad about his heritage and will talk badly about his mother, even when he is there. Don't let them get into your life. Stand your ground. Eight days a week says, Not the arsehole. Your parents are racist and your son is better off without them. Pyro Tequila says, not the arsehole. Your parents never blessed your marriage. They made their disdain and racism for your wife well known. And they only wanted back in your life when they had a grandson to dote over. Lunch Eater says, not the arsehole. Your primary responsibility is to protect your child and wife. Allowing your racist family anywhere near them would be the opposite. Paid Authenticator says, not the arsehole. As someone who has a meddling, invasive mother-in-law who has boundary issues, I'd have cut that shit out too. I wish my husband had your gumption. High five, dude. And one more from Krathulu who says, not the arsehole. At first, I thought you were holding a chip on your shoulder in the face of your wife being a lovely person. Yet seeing her solidarity in the face of your parents' behavior, she's apparently all in on this one. She's a keeper for life. Long after your parents are gone, you'll have her, your children, and grandchildren. If your parents want to share that love, the responsibility to build back bridges is theirs. I wonder how their relations were with your wife's family before this. Now, what do you guys make of this one? And we move on to the next story. And we got a quick one from GavelPounder91 who says, Am I the asshole for secretly muting my wife's emails while on vacation? She is hourly and not paid a high enough wage to warrant her needing to check her emails after hours. I'm paid a high salary in a 24-7 production type job. I check my email once a day to make sure I, I didn't seriously screw the pooch on something before I left, but that's it. I do have a problem with her reading emails and starting to worry about work when she isn't paid to. Every time she gets copied on a work email, I'd get that she doesn't want to walk in blind next week, but she had plenty of time to read missed emails on the plane ride home. Am I the arsehole to get in her phone and block in her work email notifications behind her back? Now, a lot of this was fluff, regardless of what job you've got, what job she's got. It doesn't matter, really. It's about, about what you did in this situation, about rather than speaking to her face to face and saying, look, let's just enjoy ourselves here. You went, no, I'm going to sneak behind her back, go on her phone and then turn off notifications. Yes, use your words. <laughs> Simple as that for me on this one. But 9OKM says, you're the asshole. You could like, you know, talk to your wife. I get that it comes from a good place, but this is not the right solution. Julius Caesar says, you're the arsehole and I feel like you'll delete this post once you realize that. Issa saying you're the arsehole, hourly jobs are often significantly more precarious than highly paid salary jobs and supervisors are far less respectful. Even though your wife isn't paid enough to justify her checking emails after hours, it may be a real expectation and there may be significant consequences if she doesn't. If you think her job is toxic and shitty, you have a lot of options for supporting her and getting her out of there. Well, she has the job, you have to trust her judgment about what it requires her to do. Also, your end game is terrible. If you do this, you guarantee that she'll be horribly stressed on the trip home and very likely furious at you as well. Drew Manor replies to that saying, this is something I think a lot of high salaried workers don't understand. I worked as a personal assistant for a few years and I've seen higher ups of major companies blow off huge meetings to play golf, then fire their secretary for not answering the phone with a smile. Now that I've changed careers and I'm entering medicine, I've seen surgeons show up to their own operating rooms an hour later than scheduled, but then yell at an observing student for not having their scrub shirt tucked all the way in. The lower you are on the ladder, the less valuable you are. 
which means oftentimes you have to be absolutely perfect or risk being punished or replaced. I feel so bad for OP's wife that she can't even get that fact respected by her own spouse. And one more from whole lad who says, yes, you're the asshole. That is her decision for her own job and profession. You could talk to her, not sneak around and being immature. Now, as I said, that was a very quick story there. But what are your thoughts on this one? Let me know and we'll move on to the next story. And the next story comes from Keltmelts123 titled, Am I the arsehole for getting upset with my father about buying a smaller house? And it starts off with an edit where I don't know where it really fits in. So I'm going to read it straight away. So keep it in mind. Edit, dad 47 male manipulated me, 23 female, into moving in with him during the pandemic and asked to borrow $3,700 for the down payment of the new house. He decided on a home with a master bedroom and three other rooms. It would be perfect if it was just me, dad and brother 14 male. However, the two other people, stepsister 17 female and her boyfriend 18 male, under our roof. I am of the opinion that it is too small. There are only two bathrooms that we would have to share between us four kids. Also, the rooms themselves are smaller than what we have now. My dad says that the animals we own will learn to get along and I can kick my cats out of my room, but I don't think that's a good idea. I asked my dad if we could keep looking. Our realtor found the perfect house in my dad's budget. It has an MIL suite in it, which basically means small and master bedroom with an extra den attached. It could be like a little apartment for me. There's a door to the den that I could close to separate my cats and their dogs. Everyone would have appropriate space. My sister and her boyfriend would get two sinks in their bathroom and their own private shower slash toilet. My brother would get his own toilet slash sink and share a shower with our dad. My sister and I intend on paying him rent as well. The problem is that there's no gas lines and it'd be difficult to install a generator. These are two characteristics in the house that my dad really wants. Sister, her boyfriend and myself are likely to move out in the next year or two. However, we have no exact timeline. Rent here is high. When I asked my sister and boyfriend if they want to move out with me, sis said not really because she can save so much more by living with my dad. I'm brand new to this area and don't know anyone. I haven't found a roomie via soliciting online and there's nothing here in my budget to rent alone. I am stuck. I just wanted to have a little bit of extra space for me and my cats. Dad called me today while I was at work to negotiate about it. Really, he just told me that he's going to get a smaller house because us older kids will be moving out in the next year and he doesn't need all of the extra space. He says the smaller house would be better for him in the long run. I do understand his logic, but I explain that a year isn't going to feel like a short amount of time if the whole house is stressed about space. I told him I would not be mentally okay if we got the smaller house. Because of the divorce, my new boyfriend, new job, new state, I just started seeing a therapist. He has a home office and a guitar room that he could install into extra bedrooms if he wanted after my sister and I move out. He also keeps saying that one day he will buy back the house we're currently selling, which is so much larger than the house I'm suggesting we get. But he told me that he got the smaller house. I want to cry. I'm stuck here. He says it's too late now to switch to the bigger house because it would end up in a bidding war he can't afford. When I got home, my family had eaten without me. Ouch. So when my dad came up to me and said hi, I ignored him. So, am I the asshole? What do I do? Or rather, what can I do? To be more technical, down payment isn't the right word. He actually asked to borrow it for the earnest money on the house, aka the money you need to give up front in order to contract the home. 
And we do have a little update on this one, which we will cover after the comments. And I've got to say, this one felt pretty entitled to me that, you know, this person's 23, they're an adult, and they even understand their dad's logic, you know. He's going to be by himself at one point and he doesn't need a huge house. I can only imagine looking after a huge house when you're by yourself there or whatever is a lot of stress. So I think you should be pretty happy for your father that he's getting what he wants and he'll be able to look after himself. And maybe he just wants his own space again. But we'll cover some comments and we'll move on to the update from Mortal Smile who says, I would read between the lines. This could be his way of encouraging the adult child and soon to be adult children to move out of his house especially if he's seeing a new woman and is looking to start a new serious relationship. Probably wants less kids living with him. Papito says, you're the asshole. If you don't like the house he bought with his money, move out, you're an adult. Vico Mum says, you're the asshole. Not even touching that you're an adult, but your father is planning to purchase a four bed, two bath house for five people. And you're complaining it's not enough space as you will have to share bathrooms and you don't get your own apartment like area. Sounds to me that your expectations on how much space is needed to be comfortable is not at all in line with how most people live. Oh yeah, I gotta say that bit did make me cringe a wee bit when they said like, it'd be like my own little apartment. And I thought, well, that's your dad's house, man. <laughs> Duke Maximum says, you're the arsehole. Your dad is buying a house and he's the one who's going to be living there long term. You, your sister and her boyfriend only there temporarily, I hope. And so your wants are simply not nearly as important as his in the decision. Frankly, your dad is being very generous letting you live there already, given how crowded things are. And one more from Parkinad1952 who says you're the arsehole. When you are buying a home, you can choose it. You seem pretty entitled using phrases like our realtor. Plus, a 14-year-old probably won't end up in the desired master suite anyway. That would go to the couple until they moved out. Edit, I see that you are a 23-year-old. Not that age matters much here. You are the daughter, not the wife. This is not a joint purchase. Your dad is purchasing a home. When you do the same, you can pick whichever one you can afford. So the update says, dad and I are going to do a dad-daughter slash budgeting day to reassess our separate finances. I think it'll help with bonding and he thinks it'll give me a clearer picture about his decision on this house. This was 100% his idea and his desire for the last few months. I used to work in a bank and I love math. He's always been a spendthrift and poorly budgets. He wants me to help him crunch the numbers so we can make the best financial decisions that will impact the whole family's future. I'm the arsehole because I felt entitled to some degree. After hashing it out in detail with my dad today and clarifying a lot, he agrees though that he made me to feel that way. At the very beginning of this whole mess, he told me to pick a house for our family to move into. We talked about moving closer to where I work. We talked about it becoming my family home one day, all because whatever house we are moving into isn't permanent for him. We are going to split the mortgage and everything 50-50. My name was going to be on the title. However, once the divorce finalized, he started making fast decisions. That all changed at the drop of a hat and he sort of booted me to the side, in which case he was sort of the arsehole for lack of communication and empty promises. Also my fault for believing him. All in all, everyone sucks here get their own judgment as well at the end <laughs> what do you guys make of this one after the update as well i'm kind of not sure what to make of it to be quite honest but let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story <laughs> cool fact 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for punishing my daughter this way for what she told her blind dad? My husband Rod, 52 male, is legally blind. He's not completely blind, but close. It's not a genetic issue, but a brain injury that happened when he was a baby. Rod is completely independent, but he needs a little bit of help for reading small letters, cooking, typing on a computer, etc. Rod, in my opinion, is a great father and husband. My daughter, Rena, 15 female, has always been a little resentful of Rod. Growing up, she didn't have the normal father-daughter experience. Rena has always been into sports, but because of Rod's incapacity to engage in physical activity that involves coordination, they were never able to hold a bond over that, and Rena never forgave Rod for it. My husband feels especially guilty about this. Rena is going through her angsty teenage phase. She has been acting out, is rude with everyone, especially my husband. Rena likes upsetting Rod, and he never defends himself, so he's the perfect victim. We were going on our first family outing since the global panini started. To go out, Rod uses this big chunky glasses that makes his eyes look huge, almost like a caricature. My husband is super insecure of his appearance when he uses them and our family knows it. My daughter comes downstairs with the most offended tone of voice and says, Oh my God, dad, are you trying to embarrass me? Your eyes look horrendous with those glasses on. I was pissed. I cancelled the outing and told her to go to her room and not to come out until dinner time. Rena is big into her appearance. She wears coloured, graduated contacts because, ironically, she needs to wear glasses, but she hates to wear them. She isn't uncomfortable wearing them or gets any headaches, she just doesn't like how she looks with glasses on. As a punishment, Rena will not be allowed to wear contacts for a month. I told Rena about her punishment and she is tremendously mad at me. She has a party in a week, and since the punishment is for a month, Rena will attend the party with glasses on. She's also returning back to in-person classes, so will attend school wearing glasses. She says that she will apologize to Rod and will never disrespect him again, but I don't believe her. Rod chimed in and said that maybe the punishment is way too harsh, but I don't think so. Rena then called me names and locked herself in her bedroom. Rod says that I'm being way too hard on Rena and bordering arsehole territory which is why I'm here. And we're gonna start off with All Chemist who says, everyone sucks here, your daughter for obvious reasons. 15 years old should know better. Few do, but they should. You because your purpose with this punishment was to emotionally harm her. Kids need discipline, but you're trying to hurt her like she hurt your husband. That's not going to help anybody. Punish by withholding rewards slash extras, not by making her insecure. I.e., why is she still going to this party? Therefore, the comment says, I do agree that the punishment is too harsh, but more importantly, I honestly don't think it will solve the problem. Rena now gets to be the victim. This will not teach her empathy or compassion. It will just make her resent you and result in an angrier team. As you said, she is deeply insecure about her appearance and need for glasses. It very much seems like she is projecting that onto her dad. 
he represents what she is terrified of. Honestly, I think she may benefit from therapy more than anything else. Going through life with deep insecurities, especially ones that result in her lashing out at others, will make it very difficult for her and everyone around her. Everyone sucks here, except your husband. And nothing incriminating says everyone sucks here. Obviously, your kid's behavior is cruel and God willing, she look back on it and is kinder. More mature adult with extreme shame. For a 15-year-old going through a significant developmental stage mid-pandemic, I don't think your approach to this behavior should begin and end with punishing the cruel outbursts. I think your duty as a parent is to investigate the underlying feelings, likely with the help of a family therapist. Meanwhile, yes, you can punish her for these cruel outbursts. Medical autonomy and medical devices should not be on the table as potential punishments, however poetic you think it might be. And what lesson exactly are you trying to impart here? You want her to think of her father as a human being with feelings who isn't some shameful wretch because of his disability. So you're forcing her to more closely approximate his disability as a punishment. That's going to laser focus her resentments back on the eyesight glasses complex she already has and back on your poor husband. Obviously, it's going to make everything worse. Sailor Mercurial says, this seems like a proportionate reaction to me. She intentionally made a hurtful comment about someone's appearance. As punishment, she is not permitted to use something that enhances her appearance to herself, but she will still be able to function normally without. Not the arsehole. 25 Atria says, not the arsehole, I'm sorry, but this is really good for you to teach your daughter a lesson because she should not be disrespecting her father. If you let her get away with something like this, she'll think it's fine to do it in the future. Good on you for teaching your daughter morals and respect. And one more from Alana Ardre who says, I feel like she's only willing to apologize because she doesn't want the punishment, not because she actually feels bad. So clearly something has to be done beyond just letting her apologize and getting her contacts back. It's hard because looks are so important at her age and bullying sucks but she's been a big bully herself, so I have little sympathy, even knowing she's an angsty teenager. I'm going to say, not the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Is the punishment too harsh or not? Is there another way around it? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Sky Accurate 736 titled, Am I the asshole for yelling at sister-in-law for ruining my engagement announcement? Throw away. Disclaimer about sister-in-law. She was dating a guy for two years but broke up four months ago because she cheated on him and got caught. Sister-in-law and mother-in-law are very traditional and try to find a man for sister-in-law so she won't stay unmarried and without kids. While dating her ex, she was in a one-sided race with me on who would get proposed to first. Yesterday, my fiance proposed to me. We were both ready and over the moon. We've been together for five years, living together. We firstly announced it to my parents and siblings who were very happy and then headed to my in-laws to announce it. In-laws were also very happy, hugged us except my sister-in-law who congratulated us but didn't hug us. While there, my fiance called his best friend via FaceTime to announce it. When he picked up, sister-in-law grabbed fiance's phone and says she has to make an announcement. She immediately announced our engagement and barely let us talk to my fiance's BFF. Fiance was chasing her around the house to give the phone back and BFF also told her to let him talk to us and congratulate us but she started talking about her new friends with benefits she met last week. Fiance grabbed the phone and told his BFF we'll call him later. As soon as Fiance hung up, mother-in-law started saying she's so excited that we're engaged but disappointed sister-in-law wasn't first. She and sister-in-law then started planning sister-in-law's imaginary wedding. 
We quietly left since we didn't want to be upset on that special day and headed home. While heading home, my own BFF called me and asked me if I'm engaged. I asked her how she knows and said sister-in-law posted my ring on Facebook. She got a pic of the ring while we were there and announced our engagement. Furious, once we got home, we FaceTimed my sister-in-law and mother-in-law was next to her. We expressed how upset we are that she robbed us of announcing our engagement to our best friend and publicly. She and mother-in-law called us ungrateful and said sister-in-law did us a favor by announcing it because now we won't be stressed to announce it to so many people. I started yelling, saying how they are very selfish to ruin our moment and to make it about sister-in-law while robbing us of the experience to announce it on our own to our friends with our own terms. Both of them said that we're being the assholes reacting like that, that we're ungrateful and how I'll be the worst bridezilla. So am I the asshole? It's a dangerous person to have at your wedding, I think. Would you want someone like that at your wedding that they're willing to, you know, go onto Facebook to make your announcements, grab a phone to make the announcement while she was trying to do it yourself? And mother-in-law is just in bad is just as bad in some ways for enabling this behavior. We say enable a lot, but this is clearly doing it. And they try to switch it all around you and saying, you know, this is your fault in the end kind of thing. But absolutely not the asshole to me. And I'd really consider having them at your wedding if I was you. But Cheesy Breezy Bree says, not the asshole. Time for you and your fiance to set some very clear boundaries. If you don't want shenanigans like this to continue throughout your wedding planning and new life being merged with this family, draw a line in the sand now or expect this shitty behavior to be enabled and continued. Naive Pay says not the asshole. Prepare for sister-in-law to post photos of your wedding before you get a chance to. Announce your pregnancy before you're ready to and post pics of your newborn before you've announced the birth. CC Top says not the asshole. These people are taking something that is about you and making it about themselves. Which to me indicates that in their minds, they and their priorities are more important than you and your fiance. I'm sure sister-in-law would have been upset if you did the same thing to her. I would expect that they're also going to try and hijack your actual wedding when the time comes. From what you wrote, they sound like that kind of people. Stand your ground, OP. Hope your fiance sees things your way so you can stand together. Live long and prosper. And one more from Love Me Long Time who says, well, now you know who not to involve in the wedding planning and who not to invite. It will save you a lot of aggravation and the smaller headcount will save you some money. Not the arsehole and what a scene-stealing, jealous, unpleasant person your sister-in-law is. Not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Would you let that sister-in-law and mother-in-law come to your wedding knowing what they're capable of? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Legal Ad 9836 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Leaving My Shift Over Socks? So I work at a chain restaurant for the past three years. Think Australian and steaks. The managers are all egotistical and like to treat the servers slash hosts like children. One manager went on a weird hunt for a little bit, making sure everyone was wearing black socks. Our uniforms are bell-bottom pants, so you can't see out socks. He would make us pull up the bottom of our pants when we clocked in for a sock check. I, <laughs> I own mostly only black socks, so I just happened to be following this rule most of the time. But then I came in wearing red socks and he got mad when he sock checked me. He gave me the option that he gave every other worker. I can go to the store across the street and buy socks or I can go home. Apparently, every other worker has gone and bought socks when they are told. I said, I'll go home. <laughs> he was clearly shocked and said that I will be written up for this. I said, that's fine because why would I ever care? 
it was a Friday night and I was a closer. By the way, I never got asked to show my socks again, but they did get mad saying I left my co-worker short-staffed on a busy night. My co-workers all said it was hysterical. Am I the asshole for leaving my shift and leaving my co-workers stranded? Edit, I've been there for two years before they ever started asking. It wasn't something they told me about on my first day. This is power trippy as hell, isn't it? Checking people's socks. That's almost really weird in some ways to me. Let me see your socks. (laughs) Absolutely not the arsehole. The arsehole in me would have done that as well. He gave you two options. You chose one of the options and that was it. He was expecting you to go across the road and buy socks. But I like the way he tried to manipulate it that you're the bad guy in this because you left everyone else and tried to get people to turn against you. Shitty management, man. But all out of F said, I'd ask all staff to wear red socks next Friday and then all opt out to go home. But I'm an arsehole. You're not the arsehole. (laughs) Any scientist says not the arsehole. So instead of them just telling you about the dress code and asking you to remember to wear black socks, they opted to short staff the restaurant on a Friday. They must have been the geniuses of the managerial program. Next time you should all opt to go home and see how they handle that. CFGH says not the arsehole, you were given two options. You picked one of the options and left. You did what they told you to do. Dodo says, unless there is a written dress code as part of your contract, report your manager and demand to still get paid. You are not at fault for leaving since he sent you home. Not the arsehole. Stitcher from Nevada says, do you know how many times I looked at my service socks? Zero is the answer. What a weird hill for management to fight and die on. And one more from Amethyst35 who says not the arsehole. That's hilarious. Edit, the black socks is a new requirement and not something that was in the original dress code. Knowing this, it's hard to have any respect for a power tripping manager asking to see everyone's socks. And OP replies, maybe he has a sock fetish. And that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, what do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts, verdicts on all of today's stories in the comments below if you choose to do so. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories. And if you have a moment of your time, please consider subscribing, clicking the like button as well as it hugely helps out. And there is a playlist on your screen as I speak right now that you can get involved with more Am I the Asshole videos. Over 600 there. Click the playlist and play through it by yourself. Super spicy. Get involved. Much love. Bye-bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 